Star Wars 7x7 episode 1355 today, Poe's promotion and Rose's introduction. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So today we are continuing with our series of looks at the last Jedi novelization by Jason Fry, and we're looking at the reintroduction of Rose into the story, as well as a scene with Poe that kind of explains how things went down with Admiral Holdo and him in that first meeting that didn't go quite as well as maybe it could have. So here's the thing with Rose. When Rose is reintroduced to the story, we find her on the Raddus, of course, and we find out that she had been on the Ninka and she had been on the Ninka watching the Resistance bombers make their run on the First Order Dreadnought. So it's from a ready room inside the Ninka that she saw the terrible fate of the Cobalt Squadron Hammer resistance bomber that Paige Tico was on that unfortunately went down with the rest of the bombers and the Dreadnought itself. After they made the hyperspace jump, that is when she transferred over to the Raddus, and so that's how she finds herself there, ready to do basically whatever is needed of her. She's already done the work that she needed to do over on the Ninka on showing the text there how to do the whole engine baffling situation to mask the admission signatures of those ships, and so now she's over on the Raddus, but she's been asked to do a few different things here and there that are kind of below her pay grade, and yet... Things get a little nutty after the attack by the First Order when they arrive and they start shooting up the place. And there are rumors going around that maybe Leia is dead, that maybe the Resistance is already having surrender talks with the First Order. All of these things haven't made it down to the, you know, down to the people behind the pipes and in the trenches, the real stuff that's going on. The fact that Leia is fine and just, you know, in a coma. And of course, they're not surrendering. They're just trying to get out of there as fast as they can. And there's also a little tidbit here about the resistance ring or the rebel ring, if you will, the one that looks like a signet ring and then you push the little lever on the side and it reveals the rebellion's logo on it. So that was given to Rose by Fossil, who is the commander of the resistance bomber squadron. She is a martigrade, I believe is the species, a large silver creature for all intents and purposes. And yeah, she obviously survived that. She must have been on the Ninka as well. And she's the one who gave Rose that signet ring. So Rose is pondering it when Finn shows up and when she sees him, she sees him, you know, walking away and sees the back of his jacket, which has the sewn up part from Poe Dameron. And in the novel, her evaluation of it as written by Jason Fry is that it looked like it had been done by either a malfunctioning droid or someone whose knowledge of a needle and thread was at best theoretical, which I thought was absolutely brilliant and uh, definitely doesn't speak well to Poe Dameron's sewing abilities. I mean, he did say he wasn't a sewer, but oh boy, he is not a sewer at all, apparently. 
Meanwhile, we have Poe Dameron going to the meeting on the emergency bridge of the Radis, in case you were wondering where that meeting took place, where they announced that Vice Admiral Holdo is going to be taking over the fleet, and that is Kai Thranali that he is sitting next to. He would be the Abednado that was formerly named in the Lego Force Awakens video game and was the one that we saw waving as Rey took off at the end of the Force Awakens, who was wearing the Elo Asti costume, but was not Elo Asti since Elo Asti was killed at the Battle of Starkiller Base. Anyway, as Commander Dacey is talking about the line of secession, Poe has a moment where he thinks, oh my gosh, I might be the one who's promoted here. He has that brief fleeting thought that he is about to be put in charge of the whole resistance fleet. And so he's not sure whether he's relieved or disappointed when it turns out that Vice Admiral Holdo is the one who's appointed. Though he does reflect through the narrative as written by Jason Fry that because Holdo is somebody who Leia has trusted for a very long time and who is probably the nearest thing that Leia has to a friend in the whole resistance, Poe actually thinks that he is trying to do the right thing, at least at first, that he wants to be as helpful as possible to Vice Admiral Holdo. So there's no... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the bravado, the, you know, the arrogance that he comes at Holdo with in the movie. It doesn't necessarily start out that way in his head, at least not the way that Jason Fry writes it. But it does come across that way. And the novel does show that that conversation doesn't go very well. And it goes very much on par with what we see in the movie, as does the exchange with Rose and Finn. That goes about as close to what you saw in the theater as it does in the page or in the audiobook, depending on how you're experiencing it. And as far as the scene on Octo with Luke going into the Falcon... Also very similar to what you saw on screen. Nothing really extra there that I caught, though the scene with Chewbacca eating the porg is definitely a little bit longer and gets into Chewbacca's head, too, about how easy it was for him to capture the porg. And yeah, he is having a bit of a crisis of conscience once all those little porgs are sitting around watching him try to eat one. But the first one that showed up, they have Chewie thinking, oh, maybe I should just snatch this one, too. He looks even plumper and meatier than the one I've got on the stick right now. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And then the last bit in part three, which has to do with Ray and Luke in their scene before we get into the training, such as it is. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 11.38 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book too. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. So 
as I mentioned, the scene with Luke inside the Falcon and talking to R2-D2, very much the same in the novelization as it is in the movie. And as it turns out, it's the same thing with Luke going back to his hut where Rey has been sleeping outside in the cold and the rain and all that stuff. She's obviously doing exactly what she needs to do to get Luke's attention. And as she says earlier in the novel, you know, is this one of those things where you know, you pretend to ignore me, but you're really secretly teaching me while well, she's actually living out that situation. She's operating under the assumption that he is going to have to pay attention to her and he is going to have to teach her. And he does. He finally says, that's it. Three lessons starting tomorrow. And again, that one happens as well, very much the same as it does in the movie. So whether those three lessons actually play out differently in the novelization, we will have to see in future episodes here of the podcast. But for now, we are going to call it a day. So thank you very much for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you pick up another pathetic life form, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a pod race bet, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.